Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero. And this is Melanie Wise. If you joined us last week, you know that we have jumped into a new series on Mercy Talk on the topic of vision. Yes. So exciting. Um, For those of you who are just joining us this week for the first time, as always, when we're in the middle of a series, we encourage you (laughs) to go back and really get some of just kind of the foundation that was laid in our podcast last week. We really just talked more about kind of what, what is vision? What does that even mean? What does that look like? And today we're going to move towards really talking a little bit more about what that looks like to discover mm-hmm. God's vision for your life. And I'm even hesitant to say vision as if it's one thing. We ended the podcast <laughs> yeah. last week by saying that there is a lot. Like right. it's not just one singular thing that you're looking for here, but like what are the dreams and passions that God has for my life and how to how to discover those and, and what to do once I do. Yeah. And it's not always just this great big vision in the sky to start this international ministry. You know, that that could be it, and that's awesome. But it also could be just being a really healthy spouse or parenting your children really well. Or it could be both. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's so much that God has in his heart for us. So Mm -hmm. how to really seek that out and then walk that out. But before you and I keep talking, let's introduce our dear friend, Brooke, who has come back to be with us today, (laughs) which I just love because Mel and I enjoy these conversations and we'll get going. But it's always fun to have a third party. And Brooke's just awesome. So Mm -hmm. she is our executive director of counseling services. And she does a lot here at Mercy, overseeing the counseling department, making sure that our counselors are doing their jobs well, that they're just healthy, that they're in a good spot. Um, But also she's been coming in on podcasts with us quite a bit. And she just brings a whole nother realm of things, which is so, so great. So Brooke, thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's so fun. Oh, I love it. Well, Today, as we continue to talk through this concept of vision and dreams and destiny and really discovering what that looks like, we want to start with the truth because that's always a good place to start. And that is really that Jesus redeemed us through his death and resurrection, but his death was about way more than just eternity. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before, but that sometimes we can get into this idea that Jesus died on the cross. He was resurrected for me to go to heaven. And yes, of course, that's a very important part of it. But there's so much more to what he did on the cross for us. And that is really about that fullness and that destiny and those things that he has for us. It even just says in in Galatians 5, 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And that is the real great importance of seeking out healing and wholeness and being able to carry his destiny for our lives and how important vision is as a part of that, Mm -hmm. that it really positions us to walk in the fullness that he's designed us to carry. And that, as you said, even last week, Mel, that it's not just kind of this day in, day out. I get up, I go to work, I eat dinner, I go to bed and I do it all over again. That's part of life, of course. But in the midst of it, if there's vision infused into that, that he really has specific things for us in mind that we want to just encourage our listeners and honestly ourselves to continue seeking after him about. Sure. Um, You know, and I think that this whole idea could be for some people like totally old news. Like, yeah, I know about this. I've heard about vision. And what this podcast series may be for you is just an encouragement Mm -hmm. and like a reminder and a keep going and just a little bit of an energy boost in that. But for some people, it may just kind of be like a foreign thought idea. And, you know, you mentioned some last week, Jen, about how there's just even certain like communities and places Mm -hmm. where just this idea of like dreaming beyond or having vision or really just doing anything more than just like the day to day grind is just kind of foreign. And Mm -hmm. so if you're not surrounded by people who have vision, it's very hard for you to even really see 
see outside of just kind of the immediate day to day things that you can see with your eyes. You know, it may not even be something you think about thinking about. Right. You just kind of do life and you follow through with other people's expectations of you or whatever that may look like. Sure. So we're hoping that that starts to burst open for some folks this Mm -hmm, month. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the scriptures that we love here at Mercy is just is Jeremiah 29 11 mm-hmm. that I know the plans that I have for you plans yeah. to prosper you and to give you to hope and to give you a future and so this idea of God having plans and dreams and vision for our lives um, is something that I think can easily get lost on mm-hmm. people you know when I th- even just think about I mean I don't have children but I know for all of my friends who have kids like they dream about their lives they yeah. dream about what life's going to be like for them you know sometimes to the point where I'm like okay let your kid be a kid and make their decisions <laughs> for your life off. don't write their life story for them but you know just dreaming and just having you know big big hopes and plans for them and so I'm imagining like if a if a parent on earth has that for their children how much more does our heavenly father have totally. for his children I mean who he knew in the womb like mm-hmm. and he saw in advance I mean there I know there's a scripture this is where I'm going to get myself in trouble because I can't remember the address of the scripture but you know <laughs> wherever he says like thing I've things that I've prepared in advance good works in advance for you to do and mm-hmm. so the fact that God actually has that for us I think just really expands what life is right. to us mm-hmm. and so yes and then the challenge is that the brokenness and mm-hmm. the trauma or yeah. the pain of life you know sets in and we begin to survive right and you know what the Lord has for us is to thrive mm-hmm. obviously and that you know when even just when the Bible talks about revival you know that's a piece so that's just that's for us personally too right. like how do we shift from survival mm-hmm. to revival and so you know when this happens we can just go through when we're when you're in survival mode I mean, you're literally just functioning, okay? I'm trying to get through this day, trying to be good to my kids or the people around me the best of my ability. Sometimes that's not even happening, you know? And then we're just kind of, um, my husband and I have this joke that, you know, we'll just look at each other and be like, what's this life for? Like, (laughs) which I won't reference the song, but if you know it, you know. Um, Anyway, and so, you know, it's kind of, and when you get in those moments, um, that hopelessness can set in. and then you kind of begin to ruminate on that because mm-hmm. you because you were created for a purpose mm-hmm. and you were created to have vision. And when you don't, it's not only am I just surviving, but I don't know what the heck the Lord has for yeah. me. And, you know, it can just you, the enemy will just slide right in there, you know, and cause um, all kinds of, you know, just hurt. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the destiny that God has for us, like we are made for that to happen. Mm-hmm. We are made for that to come into fruition. And so I like to tell people like when you feel that hopelessness setting in, it's because there is a vision for your life, right. not because there isn't one. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just maybe not fitting into that yet. And so let's figure out, let's figure out what that is, where we can start. And kind of as we we're talking about this, I can tell you one of the things that will always be God's vision for your life is your relationship with him. That's right. And yeah. so starting there. Now, for those of you who are further along in that, awesome. But for those of you who are like, I don't even know where to begin, that is just a really, really mm-hmm. great place. Mm-hmm. And it, I think you also hit an important point, Brooke, that I'm going to kind of remind ourselves even from last week. And that is that we have an enemy. And if he can get us without vision and without hope and without an idea of where our destiny is, you look right to Proverbs and what does it say? Without a vision, people perish. Mm-hmm. They cast off restraint. They run wild. They're discouraged. They have no order. I mean, if I'm the enemy 
what better way to get God's kids in a funky place than to really get them hopeless and Mm -hmm. to believe that there is no purpose for their lives and to push out any sort of vision where they are just surviving and kind of getting through day by day. If that is something I can do, then it doesn't really matter so much about all the other details. I can get them pretty stuck and all of the yuck that comes in when we don't have vision for our Mm -hmm. lives. And so I think that's just an important thing to keep in mind. So that is really one of our big hopes, as I mentioned, of, of the podcast this month is that we're really just kind of fanning that flame. Like, what does it look like to have vision? How do we get it in our lives? How do we make sure we're connecting with the father of vision? Because it's one thing to have ideas and dreams for your own life, but what does it look like to really connect with the God who created you and therefore has all of these really cool dreams in his heart for you, big, small, whatever it may look like? And how do we connect with him in such a way that he's able to give us that download and even the practical steps day in and day out to line up with what he's asking Mm -hmm. of us? It's so, so important. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so, I mean, and it starts with, we were talking about like practically, you know, I'm sitting here saying like, I can promise you the first vision that the Lord has for you Mm -hmm. is to be connected with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so practically, how do you do that? And it's, you know, the bottom line, you're going to hear this a lot, but it's because it's true. You have to take time Mm -hmm. daily to do that. Now, it may not look like other people's looks. Maybe you journal. Maybe it's, you know, praise and worship. Maybe it's in your car. Maybe it's, you know, in your prayer closet. Whatever that looks like, you do have to take the time. But also, I really want to encourage people to use the tools actually even given by Mercy Talk, which you know you guys have done, is that we talk a lot about hearing the voice of God and connecting with him in a way that he's able to communicate with us, Mm -hmm. you know, personally and personally to us. And so um, it's just really important that we seek him about our dreams. And so just a really great way to do that is is the Mercy Talk podcast or other podcasts. And I think you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, we had a really good one on hearing the voice of God. Was that last August? Oh, man. I think it was. Yep. I think yeah. there was actually two of them that we did last yeah. August. Yeah. And so, you know, start there. If you're, if you're not sure where to begin. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a really amazing place mm-hmm. to start. That's so good. And I feel like, you know, as you were just talking about the importance of connecting with God about his dreams and his vision for your life, I would go out on a limb here and say mm-hmm. that every dream and vision that the Lord might have for you in your life is not ultimately going to be about you. But what's really cool about it mm-hmm. is that your fullness exists in that. Mm-hmm. But then the world is going to benefit because of it as well. Totally. And it's always going to be about, you know, I just feel like everything that you receive from the Lord, especially you just even in your time with him, all that you receive from him was never meant to terminate on you. Mm-hmm. Like it was everything that we have received from him is always meant to flow through us. And I heard a pastor not too long ago um, actually have everybody in his congregation. Um, he said, I just want to like model this for you guys. And so he said, what I want you guys to do is I want you to just start breathing in. And he's like, okay, just breathe in and I'll tell you when to stop. He's like, okay, keep breathing. Like, keep breathing in, keep breathing in, keep breathing in. And like, everyone's like dying, you know, he's like, okay, breathe out, you know, and everyone's, you know, you know. And so he said, if you just keep breathing in, Mm -hmm. you will die. And so just this idea that like, sometimes I don't know. I'm just going to say like probably part of our culture has just taught us that like it's kind of about us like take care of you take care of your own Mm -hmm. do what you love do what you get excited about um, and it's really not about anybody else Mm -hmm. and not to and and I just feel like it's just such an empty lifeless existence when it's just kind of like all about you and yours you know but when you can 
catch a hold of those visions, it's that is when you get to like, like breathe out and to be able to really let things flow through you out to the world around you and that your fullness is found in that. Mm -hmm. And I just love how that works. It's like, not only does the world benefit because you're living out your vision, but also you're walking in fullness as well. It's just a, it's just a cool thing. So as you were talking about connecting with the Lord, I was just getting that picture of like, when you're in that connecting time and you're just receiving from him, receiving from him, receiving, you have to breathe it out eventually mm-hmm. or you'll die. Yeah. yeah. And I think in addition to that, there's also that place of really surrendering because anytime we talk about dreams and destiny and vision, it's really easy to get stuck on what our plan is or what yeah. we look like, what that looks like to us. Maybe even dreams we've had since we were little kids. And that could very well line up with what God has for us. Um, but I think, I always think in this conversation about Pastor Jane Hammond, she comes in with her team to minister to our team twice a year. And at one point she was sharing about her testimony. I think she was like 16. She had her entire world planned out. <laughs> She's going to go to college. She had it all figured out. And one day she was in prayer in her bedroom and the Lord really started to download to her like, actually, you're going to go to Bible college. And when you're at Bible college, you're going to meet your husband and then you're going to start this church. And it was so (laughs) night and day from where she was planning to go that she was like, I'm so glad that the Lord spoke as clearly as he did because I had this plan and he showed me it was this plan. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, she had a decision to make whether she was going to surrender, whether she's going to be obedient to what she felt like the Lord was showing her and the trajectory of her life completely changed from where she thought it was going to go. But you look at her life now and of course there's such full she wouldn't change a thing. But I think it's a really good example of going, okay, in the midst of all this vision talk and destiny and conversation, how surrendered am I? Am I really is positioning myself to walk in obedience to the things that the Lord is showing me? Mm-hmm. I know I've been in a season where the Lord's like, it's day in and day out. There's step by step. There's things I'm asking of you. Sometimes it's just little obedient things that we get down the road and we go, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that led into this whole thing that I had no concept in my humanity that that moment of obedience, whether it was giving a gift or doing my tithe or reading a book or going to a conference or whatever it may be, it didn't feel large at the time, but look at how it then set a trajectory for my life in a whole new way. And I think, Brooke, you mentioned that last week, that you know you have different jobs or things and you're like, how is this yeah. all going to link together? And then you get down the road and you're like, oh my gosh, it's this amazing tapestry that the Lord has woven into my life because I was willing to walk it out step by step mm-hmm. in a place of surrender and obedience. Mm-hmm. When he does it, it's like... Like, just so much better. I know. I mean, I just think so about different areas of my life that <laughs> yeah. I had a plan for, and then the way he did it mm-hmm. was like 50 times richer oh and gosh, more no amazing. And I just, and so I think staying in that place of surrender the whole way through mm-hmm. is so important because I'll even say that, you know, in my own life, like when I had a specific vision for a specific thing, and I think some of my own, like just kind of humanity and my own plans right. kind of got tossed in the middle of all that. When I think the ultimate vision was the Lord's, I was kind of like, okay, well, here's how it's going to go. Here's how it's going to look. I'm going to do this. And then this is going to happen. And then I'm going to go here and this is going to happen. And like nothing was working out the way I thought it would. Right. And so right. even staying in that place of surrender there being like, Lord, if I missed it, yeah, just, I'll just open my hands up here. You just lead me where, and I mean, it did, it was around, I mean, we went all over the place <laughs> to land in some places where I am now. And, and I'm just like, if I had not been surrendered every step of the way, if I'd been like, no, this is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to be. Oh my goodness. When I think about what I missed out on, right. if I had tried to enforce my own will and plans in the middle of it. So not only being surrendered and seeking out the vision, but then when you feel like you have that, like, okay, still staying so open every step of the way, it'll just be so much better. Yeah. Back in. 
And I would add too, I think in these conversations, because I often say this in sessions, is that even I genuinely believe because God's so cool and so big and so awesome that we can't really miss it if our heart is surrendered, if we desire obedience, and if we really want what God has, he has this crazy GPS that's just able to redirect, redirect, even if I feel like I've missed it. I know that I know that I know I can never miss God. And when we can settle into that ultimate truth, it really frees us up to go, you know what, God, I'm going to do the very best I can and trust that you've got my back and that I can't miss it, whether it's my prayer times and asking you a question that feels hard to ask or really beginning to step out into things you're asking of me, like, you got it. I can't miss you as long as my heart is positioned to really do what you're asking of me, you know? Well, and even just choosing to believe in the character of God and seeking that out. I Mm -hmm. think that's what's important because if you believe that he is good, then no matter what ridiculous thing you did that we've (laughs) all done, you know, could have you miss out on what he has for Mm -hmm. you. You know, of course, there are consequences for our actions, all of that. But let's go into that's why there's beauty for your ashes. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, he makes things good. So um, I'm really glad you brought that point up. Yeah. You know, stay focused on his character. (laughs) He's going to get you there. He's got it. (laughs) You know, another thing that I would just suggest is making sure that we've talked about this a little bit, but just making sure that you surround yourself with people who are also visionaries, but yeah. also that are just going to totally get behind you, support you, pray for you, you know, maybe even sometimes tell you the hard truths mm-hmm. every once in a while when you're like, well, you know, when you start getting a little bit controlling over the things that you want with your life, you know, for them to be like, Hey, so have you prayed about that one? Or right. what if the Lord is directed, you know, just someone who can um, encourage me, love me, pray for me, but also you know, help to guide and and, mm -hmm, give me some hard truths when that's needed. And another piece of that is not only having people in your life who support and encourage and inspire, but also, you know, I mean, finding other people who are doing the things that you have dreams of doing yourself. Mm -hmm. You've talked about just even being a good mother. Like I know that when the day comes that the Lord blesses me and my husband with a child, like I'm going to have some women in my life Mm -hmm. who I'm just inspired by in the way that they mother and they love their kids. And, um, you know, Nancy Alcorn, our founder has talked about how, you know, when she really had this vision for mercy, she started to read biographies of people who had started ministries and be inspired by their stories. If anything, I think it's just a faith booster. It's just like, okay, I'm not the only one who's walked this road before. For, and what did this look like for people and how can I be encouraged and inspired by by their journeys as well? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we're talking about all this, but a lot of people haven't given themselves permission to dream. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that could the practical piece of like, just read these other things, even if you're just like, okay, maybe right. I could potentially <laughs> dream okay you know then seek some of these things out and I think that will just get kind of get a jump start for you and then as you're praying you know with the Lord asking him about his dreams for your future and then going back to that character piece what are his promises go pull those out remind Mm -hmm. them every time the enemy's like yeah but that one's not for you Mm -hmm. right and go through or the other side is when um, people hear like a terrible story you know um, the the Lord really gave something to me I would hear people's stories of struggle and then be like oh see see you know and the lord would has gotten very clearly that is not your story Mm -hmm. and so you know i think just kind of both sides what is this character you know and and that hearing being inspired that sort of thing and then you know 
what does the Lord look forward to in the days ahead ahead of for your life? Yeah. Like he is delighted by you. So anyway, so I, I would like to just go ahead and pray for everybody if that's okay. That could be awesome. Right. Yeah. Okay. God, I just want to thank you so much for um, our listeners. I want to thank you for the team also that just puts this together and the, the vision that you've given Mercy that has reached so many people, not just the young women that walk through these doors, but the outreach piece. And so I just pray your blessing on everyone. I pray that right now you just download in them um, a place to start, God, and, and that's going to be seeking you and seeking that. And that also you download your character into the, into them, that they know who you are, that they they know how good you are and and also that you get them excited for the new thing that you're going to do in their mm-hmm. life that you get them excited for um that the past doesn't have to inform the future and that this is going to be a new time and a new journey and again i just pray um just your hedge of protection around people as they um are seeking you uh that the enemy is just kind of held out of that that they are able to find that moment of just clarity and peace and time with you lord and we thank you we love you in jesus name. Amen. Amen. And so we just hope that as you all are listening and as we're continuing this conversation on this area of vision, we just really pray that the last two weeks have been an encouragement to you, that you're really like leaning in and going, okay, what does this look like for my life? Yeah. Starting with you. So then you're able to really give this away. Um, but in addition, we also want to just ask our listeners over the next couple of weeks, so specifically in the month of May, if you have any ideas about topics, things that you would like us to discuss, to discuss on Mercy Talk, we would ask that you begin to email us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com with any ideas, any thoughts, things that you're like, gosh, that would be really great if they would take the time to really talk that through for me. We would love to take those things and start to kind of slot those into the remainder of the year. It would just be yeah. fun to hear That's your thoughts. That's what I was like. That'd be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of see what y'all have to say. So hopefully y'all are feeling encouraged and we hope as well that you will join us next week.